Welcome everybody to Hashtag TC Podcast, where we talk about shit that matters, making money, and how everybody in business is trying to take yours, and we want to flip that paradigm around, and we want to get some of theirs. Okay, what I'm going to do right now is play an audio clip from a keynote speech by Gary Vee that talks about advertisers and some of the problems they're facing with getting people to see their commercials. So this kind of goes back to drilling down my last episode, and this is what they're up against. They have pain points also. So take a listen, let me know what you think, and then we'll uh, get right back at this. Thank you. I know that if somebody here started a podcast for this industry and put out an episode every week and interviewed a thought leader in this industry, that even though only 700 to 1500 people would listen to it, because it's obviously very niche in its content, that it would be the differentiator of growing their business, that it would lead to lead gen, that there are people that they're trying to chase to get the account that in turn a year later would be chasing them to be a guest on the show, which then would inevitably lead to them getting the business. My friends, please understand over the next period of time as I talk to you about some of these nuances that I am not a technologist that had I not been in business, that I wouldn't want to have necessarily an Instagram or Snapchat or LinkedIn account. It doesn't come natural to me. It's not necessarily what I want. What I want is to sell stuff. What I want is to run a successful business. What I want is to win. And to me, if you sit in this room and you do not realize how extreme the internet technology revolution actually is, you become vulnerable. Watch this. By show of hands, how many people here now mainly watch Netflix or Amazon Prime or what is called an OTT, HBO on the go, mainly those platforms, raise your hands. Actually, please stand up, please, I I mean it. I apologize, I know you're lazy, but stand up. I want people to see this. I want people, if you make, Jesus, 80, 7% of this audience doesn't even have the chance to consume a commercial. And the 13% that are sitting that watch network, when a commercial goes on, they grab this. $80 billion spent on commercials in America and nobody, and I mean nobody, is watching. Right, so when Gary Vee said they grabbed for this, he he held up his cell phone. What that tells us is that we, just like everyone else, are not watching commercials. We're watching plenty of content during the day. We're watching billions of minutes of YouTube videos every day, according to YouTube. We're watching shows on HBO and Amazon and Netflix. We're just not watching these commercials. So that tells me these big companies have a pain point. And their biggest pain point is not the money that they're spending to say, hey, here we are, look at our cool crap. Their pain point is no one's watching it. They're getting no ROI. They're getting no return on their investment. Some of them do with their brand awareness, but that's because they're flooding the market everywhere on radio, on television, on billboards, 
But that's all for brand awareness. So no matter what station you listen to on the radio, you might hear a Coke or a Pepsi or a Budweiser commercial. And if it's got a good jingle, you might even listen to it because you're listening to the radio for music. And then here's a jingle. If you're watching TV like the Super Bowl, you might watch the commercials just because they're almost award-winning and they're relevant to, you know, the Super Bowl and beer and hot dogs and Doritos chips and all those things we do when we're watching a football game. But the rest of them really are just going in one ear and out the other. So this is their pain point. The trick is for us as video creators to be relevant and to make good content. And then, like Gary V says, if you have a podcast or a blog or a video YouTube channel or a Vimeo channel to not worry about the, the 700 or 1500 people that watch each episode, but to, to make good content in a way to where you become the commodity that they seek out because you talk to their customers and, and your viewers, your subscribers, your readers are their customers. And if it's niched down to where you just talk about one small aspect of something, they make a product for that. And so your trick is to be the relevant one, the one that has a strategy. And, and you, you market your blog in your videos. You market your videos on your podcast. You incorporate everything into one another. Each post, whether it's on the blog or a video or a podcast, is different, even though it's about the same topic that you're talking about for this week or whatever. You don't just flood Facebook and all your social accounts and go, watch my video or read my blog or listen to my podcast, because it doesn't matter. They're all going to be the same. You're not ripping audio from your video to make a podcast. You're bringing more to the table in your podcast, or maybe you're bringing less in just a review of the video, whereas your post in your blog is drilling deep down into that, that subject. And so they're all different, but they're all on the same piece of content, whether it's about this product, this pain point that you're feeling or your viewers or readers might be feeling, you're answering their questions and you're doing it in three or four different ways, but they're all interconnected. That's the trick. And it's, it's not complicated. Trust me, it's easier than it is to learn SEO to where when you write your big description for your video ad and you put in all your tags, you hope that AdSense finds an ad that's relevant because if they don't, there's no ad there. Wouldn't it be nice to make sure every piece of content has an ad, has a sponsor, has something at the bottom of the page or at the end of your podcast or within your video, a link that they could literally click and, and go look at that product while your video is still going on. That's interactive. And people will watch those because they're watching your video already. And this little pop-up isn't some annoying, you know, advertisement for something that has jack shit to do with what you're talking about in your video. 
it's relevant. You're talking about a supplement. And then here's a link to the one you're talking about with a coupon for your viewers that gets them a discount. They can click on it. They can read about it. They can see if the science is good, whether it works for them, all while they're watching or listening to your video in the background. And, and so you're doing it in a way to where that video, even though you're not a salesman, you're promoting a product that you find so enjoyable or so good or so well-made that you're basically creating an infomercial for that company, for that product. And so you're almost like QVC, which became a giant company by just talking ad nauseum about this product they were selling and there's only three left and blah, blah, blah. And if you buy it now, we'll throw in this shit. It's an infomercial. You're just doing it in a way to where you're educating your subscribers, your readers, your listeners about a product that you think helps them because it helped you because you're answering a question that maybe you got on your blog or on Facebook. And so you're, you're really going in depth on this product, almost like a salesman. So there's relevancy. And when there's that much relevancy, people will click on it because that ad doesn't take them off to La La Land. It takes them right to the product you're talking about. They can actually go to that web page and start reading some of the, the scientific notes or studies that talk about this supplement you're going on and on about. So they're listening to you or they got another window open and they're hearing it and they go, oh yeah, I'm reading that. That really sounds like what I need. Click, sold, you made some money. Even if that pop-up was just paid for by $100. It's just doesn't matter how many views you get, how many clicks they get, they give you $100. So it makes it budgetable for the smaller company, the small knife maker that sells on the internet worldwide, but he only makes 10, 15 knives a month or a year. But you've bought knives from him. You think they're great. You're going on and on and on about this knife, how great it is, how well balanced it is the type of sheath that he uses, the, the antler he used to make the handle. All of this is really basically selling another knife for that knife maker. But you're not pushy salesmen. You're just informing them in a way that they go, I really want one of those. Those are really cool. And so he's a small fish in a big marketing world. But you know what? He could afford to give you $100 for that knife review, maybe even give you a knife and 50 bucks. And that helps him and it helps you and everyone wins. But if you're going to be out trying to nail down Coca-Cola or some big, you know, watch company or car company, it's not going to happen unless you've got a lot of viewers and it's nothing personal. It's just big companies don't like writing small checks. So Go to the little guy, even if he's in your neighborhood, but he's got an Etsy store or she's, you know, making little dolls for children and selling them worldwide on the Internet. Then you can do an ad for them because their customers are all over the place and your reach is all over the place. You know, it's hard to do a local ad for Bob's Gym on the Internet. So keep it focused. You go to your knife maker friend and go, I want to do a video review of that knife I bought from you. 
and and I usually get 10,000 views over a year, would that be worth $100 for that one video? If he's smart, he would say, oh, hell yeah, here's $100 and, and a custom sheet. I appreciate it. And over that year, he doesn't pay another dime, but he continually gets a return on that investment. So we got to think smarter, and we got to realize that these big companies are sucking wind right now. They have a pain point when they're spending $80 billion a year and no one is watching their commercials. Trust me, they're looking for options. And the moment you become the content creator and the commodity that they think they need, they will call you up. You won't need to be doing cold calling to these companies that you hope, maybe, if you're needy enough, they'll talk to you. Screw them. And I don't mean to bag on AdSense because it's a good way to make a few extra dollars. I do it on some of my stuff because, you know, $10, $15 a month or whatever still helps because I'm not rich either. But we got to start focusing down and going, you know what? I'm, I'm in this for the long game. I, I'm not a hobbyist where $15, $20 a month from YouTube or AdSense makes sense. I want to become the talent that people read, that people listen to, that people watch. This is my goal. Then don't cheapen your content by, by putting AdSense ads on there because they're not relevant and people do get irritated by all these pre-roll ads that are not relevant, all these pop-ups. I, I don't even think I have a website with a pop-up except one of them on exit might say, hey, vote for me for top prepper site or something like that. Most of the time, I look at my websites the same way I look at others. And if I have to close five pop-ups before I even can read the content, I hit the back button and I'm gone. And it might have been a great article that really would have helped me. It might have been a great video, but there was just too much crap going on. Now, granted, a 15-second pre-roll commercial is not going to break my heart, but I'm not paying attention. I'm sitting there waiting and waiting for your video to start. So it didn't do the advertiser any good to shove that in my face and say, eat this. I heard an expression one time. They said, you know, everyone likes chocolate cake, but if somebody just stuck their hand in there and grabbed a big old glob of chocolate cake and said, eat this and shoved it in your face, would you like chocolate cake that much? I doubt you'd eat any of it. In fact, you'd probably end up in a fist fight over that. So this is what advertisers are faced with. They have pain points. They're hurting to get their, their ads out there on platforms that are responding to their and getting them a ROI or return on investment. They're just trying now to shove that cake down your throat. Speaking of cake, I got a little pop quiz for all those that are into content and learning advertising and marketing. A while back, a big company, now this was probably in the 70s or 80s, so you might not remember it. And don't look it up because that's freaking cheating. There was an expression by a company that said, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. If you remember who that was, put a comment there. Um, I think the only comments that you can comment on the podcast is on Patreon. Go there. You don't have to become a Patreon. Just leave a comment. And let me know if you remember what company it was. Volkswagen also used to say, it makes your house look bigger. 
because everyone had a small house and Volkswagens were small. So illusion-wise, it did make it look bigger. But the company that said, I can't believe I ate the whole thing, let me know. It'd be cool. But, uh, you don't win anything other than I, I can sit there and go, oh, you're as old as I am. So it never did the company any good, but everyone repeated that expression. It was the most popular slogan ever. Um, all the way up into the 80s or 90s until I think Budweiser had those frogs on the Super Bowl commercial. And then that, I think, took its place. So check that out. Companies back in the 70s weren't into brand awareness. They were running ads and selling product. This slogan, I can't believe I ate the whole thing, actually ended up helping them with brand awareness. But back then, that was not their goal. So they didn't sell much product from it but everyone remembered it. Uh, that's my wrap-up on uh, Gary V. Remembered big companies have pain points, and you might just be that person that can scratch that itch for them. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I want to remind everyone, swing over to the Patreon page and uh, be a Patreon. That would be awesome. If not, at least watch some of the videos we put up there and listen to all the podcasts. You guys have a great one until we meet again. Talk to you later. Adios.